Hello to all my listeners all over the world. My name is Priyanka. What's my name? And welcome to Famous This Week, the podcast where we chat about what's this and what's that. The cat in the hat, Willy Wonka splat. I have no clue what that even means. So let's start the pod, shall we? Forever. Wow, what a week it has been. Last time you listened to this, I was interviewing ASAP Science, and I was literally high on medication and drugs um, from getting my wisdom teeth out. And I want to stress to everyone out there that has to get their wisdom teeth out, it's not that the procedure is bad, it's that like it's a major surgery and i feel like because so many people get that surgery we often forget that it's a major surgery but i had it really bad because i also had two metal screws installed into my jaw so that's why i it it was so uncomfortable for like two weeks but now i'm back now i'm thriving uh i have two holes in my mouth and i don't get new teeth on them until april so I kind of look like a goat right now a little bit. Like if I like smile really big or open my mouth or scream or something because just like teeth missing. But I think goats are great. Greatest of all time. <laughs> uh, everyone who listens to this podcast, I'm assuming watches Drag Race. And yes, we are in the saturation of Drag Race, but that's not a bad thing because UK versus the world is currently on right now. And honestly, it's just shocking elimination after shocking elimination. We had uh, Lemon being sent home first, then Cheryl Hole, who, I mean, obviously is my sister and she's on my album and I love her so much. But in the episode, you could tell she was definitely very scared of a design challenge, which which kind of sucks because I think that when you're there, you're excited about specific things and then you're subconsciously scared about design challenges and or snatch games or something like that. So you kind of like hide it from your priority list. And when when it happens, you just hope and pray that you can get by, by the seat of your pants or whatever they say, but she was defeated and that's why she got sent home. And then Jimbo got sent home. Now Jimbo was pretty shit in the challenge. So it's not that shocking that Jimbo was in the bottom. However, it is kind of shocking that Jimbo would get sent home after being in the top twice um especially against juju b uh who we we all know is she said she said that there's no prize but m- m- money there's only um root peter badges so she's gonna spend accordingly she came to win a root peter badge not a hundred thousand dollars so i ain't mad at her i ain't mad at her so jimbo i'm sad that you're gone i think you're such a star and it was very very hard to watch you get sent home because it was actually quite sad you're like jimbo is chaotic and jimbo is wild but um it it was it was sad because i also know that jimbo's biggest dream was to meet rupaul like jimbo truly 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 worships rupaul and is very up to date with all the doors that rupaul has opened for all of us queens so when jimbo said like oh you are my icon and you are my idol and this has been such a complete dream come true that resonated with with me because like that's jimbo's girl that's you know i love beyonce rupaul is jimbo's beyonce (laughs) um and also big news drag race announces that all-star seven got the green light another all-stars 
It's going to be on Paramount Plus, which like is a great streaming platform, but I always get weary when, you know, these drag races aren't on major channels like um, VH1 or in Canada we have like CTV because it makes me nervous that these girls aren't getting the exposure and followers that they deserve. I think when you're a Drag Race US girl and you're on VH1, the world's open up for you. People see you, watch you compete. If you're great on the season, they'll fall in love with you. Millions and millions of people are watching every single week. When you're on a smaller streaming service, not saying that Paramount Plus is strong, it's harder. I think it's so much harder to break because like you want to come back to an all-stars and invest all your money to get like more followers and more fans to keep this amazing lucrative drag career going so it's tough it's tough because this is kind of what the saturated market does look like it looks like there being a bunch of streaming services that want to buy the show which is amazing because that means more money for queer people more drag race for us us, us girlies to watch but it does become harder to become a star within the saturated world it takes a very special person to explode and blow up when there's so many drag queens coming out all the time um i i think there, there's a question in my rundown today that says, would the queens from early seasons always be superior? I think yes. I think that, like, I'll, I'll say, like, as iconic as I am, <laughs> um, me winning the first season of Candace Drag Race helps because, like, I am now considered an early season queen within the Candace Drag Race realm, and it was the first of many during a pandemic. And then we have, like, you know, the B.B. Zahar Benes, who I love, and Chad Michaels, I was going to say Chad Michael Murray. Oh my God, what the hell's wrong with me? This is not a Cinderella story. Which also, we have to talk about Cinderella being up for the fan favorite Oscar that like Camila Cabello might win an Oscar. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, I think the early queens will always be su superior. Just like losing your virginity, there's nothing like your first time. You always remember it. And a lot of those drag race staple girls, you know, Alyssa Edwards, Shangela, Bibi Zahar Benet, uh, Chad, Detox, Katya, Trixie, Vanjie, you know, like you have to be kind of like one that's so unique to really make an impact. And in those earlier seasons, there wasn't many out there. So it's interesting. It's very interesting. Uh, it goes a lot to say about drag representation in the media. Um, I just made history in Canada as being one of the first ever drag queens to be on a sports panelist show in Canada. And we we're talking about the Olympics and barely talking about sports. I wasn't talking about like numbers and like technique and stuff because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But I think that like drag representation in at least Canada is pretty like everywhere. Like, I'm basically everywhere in Canada. Uh, Kendall Gender, I know, has a lot of things coming coming up soon. Isis Couture, I think, has a big project coming up soon. The thing is, is we always see drag representation during Pride, which I actually fucking hate. Um, I, I I don't hate it. Sorry, <laughs> I like. I think it's like a cop out for a lot of companies to use drag queens and queer people during Pride, but it's lucrative and it makes you money. So why, why the hell not? Um, but anyway, so yeah, I think that there definitely needs to be more drag representation besides Drag Race, but Drag Race needs to exist for there to be more representation for drag queens. And that's on period. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with more Famous This Week. Welcome 
Welcome back to Famous This Week. Now, we've got a lot of great gay things happening in this world, which we'll talk about. But let's talk about what the hell's happening in Florida. Florida advances the Don't Say Gay Bill. On February 17th, a Florida committee advanced a bill that would restrict discussions of sexual orientation and gender identities in school. Any parent could sue their child's school for compensation for alleged harm and if they believe those discussions have occurred. The likely outcome of the bill would be to deter teachers from addressing these issues and to stop support for LGBT students, which is fucked up. Uh, the bill would also require school personnel to notify parents of changes in students' physical, mental, or emotional health, which li limit the ability of counselors and teachers to be confidential resource for students who find themselves during school. Now, obviously, I have to give my thoughts on this. I think that we all know what I'm going to say. This is horseshit and fucked up. And this is what happens when a conservative government is putting norms into the school system. Like, the, the, the I think for all y'all, y'all to really understand the severity of this, like think back to like how you found yourself in school and how you grew up in school and how you had your friends in school who were your safe spaces in school. And, you know, there's, I have had friends who have left the house in a hoodie and shorts and will walk around in school in a short skirt and a, and a crop top because that they felt like they could express themselves without their parents having to watch. But this literally says that, there's surveillance on the children at all times at school and the parents are to know what's going on with their kid but that's okay for normal parents like i i don't mind if my mom knows what i'm up to because she's a great parent and she lets me be who the hell i want to be but that's not good for parents who don't let their kids be who they want want to be and put all these big like it's just scary. It's just really scary, especially in, in this state, a state like Florida. I hate this. I hate this. Now let's. If you're from Florida, and this is affecting you, I want to say that I love it. I support you, and you can move. You can move out of Florida. Get out of there if you want, or don't stop fighting because just because this has made been a, this has made a rule now, it could change. Things change all the time, and there are many hurdles to get over from being a gay person, a queer person, a lesbian, a trans person. Mama's got you. Now let's talk about Mexico for a second. Mexico issues the first birth certificate with a non-binary gender marker after historic court ruling. This is humongous. I love this. Uh, the activist Fausto Martinez, 26-year-old, requested to put non-binary as their sex on official documents. And after a long legal fight, they won. Congratulations. In broadcast TV first, lesbians outnumber gay male characters. Wow. I love this. I think it's very important because I always say that lesbians do not get enough representation, especially on the streets. Like in Toronto, it's all spaces for gay men. I think it's getting better now, but at first, when I first started drag, that was the case. So this is really nice to see. Um, a gold-winning Canadian w w women's hockey team scores a victory for gay athletes. Yes, Canada, Canada, Canada has the, the um, highest number of gay Winter Olympic teams players, which is amazing. Which is amazing. I think it's so cool. I was asked this when I did the sports panelist show, and they were like. How do you feel about this? And I was like, this is just a true testament to what Canada is and why Canada is a forever safe space for a lot of people. You know, I always think about the makeover challenge we did in season one of Canada's Drag Race and how all the people that were our makeover subjects, su subjects were um, 
people who like claimed asylum to live a, a safe life in Canada and all that stuff. So I think it's exciting. This is why I love being Canadian. I, I love the States too. I think the States has a lot of room to grow. The thing is the States has more people, which means more opinion. And there's so many different governments that are in play in, in those conservative uh, Bible belty kind of towns. Um, but it makes me happy. And I hope that this and seeing that like sports can be a safe space for queer people. Um, that's how the world should be. So I'm happy that Canada is proving to be a safe space for all queer people. When we get back, I'm going to call you now. We'll be back with more Famous This Week. Famous this week with me, Priyanka. Now it's time to call me now. A segment where you call me, leave me voicemails, and I call you back. Now, um, I'm excited about this one. I really am excited because I love this segment. It's one of my favorites. I have to go in and block my number. Hi, it's Scott. Um, long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, I actually have a question this time, however. Um, so I was watching this documentary about death. And I've realized as a 30-year-old male that um, I'm in fact not immortal. And as someone who has never lost anyone, even remotely close in their entire life, um, what advice would you have for them? Um, a lot of my friends and family have lost, uh, you know, friends, close family members, moms, dads, grandmas, uncles, what have you. And I have not, and that, like, really terrifies me. And I was just wondering if you had any advice. Uh, if you call me back for the fourth time and don't know my name, I will fucking cut you. Love you, bitch. <laughs> Scott, that's an amazing question. Um, I'm obsessed with that. I think that, like, uh, it's just so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard because death is an inevitable thing, and I actually hate thinking about it. Um, but when I, I remember losing my grandmother back in 2017. Yeah. Was it 2017 or 2016? I think it was 2016 actually. Holy shit. Time flies. Um, it's just hard because like you never want to prepare for death, but my mom who is lit icon has always had open conversations with with me and my brothers about death like very like yeah well if you're you know me and your dad die like here's what the plan is um i think treating it as the thing that is inevitable and almost i don't want to say looking forward to it because that's not the vibe but knowing that it's going to happen knowing that that there are things to set in place um because i've heard like horror stories of people being like left with their family's debt and like like they're they're just fucked up now and they can't afford to live and it's just like it's really really bad or like you know an insurance claim the wife gets all the money and like there she's not even with the husband anymore so like i don't know i think having open conversations about it is very important and not being scared of it is very important and honestly just like living the life that you want to live knowing that you're probably going to die one day i think is also very important too like whenever i get stressed or overwhelmed or i think you know i don't want to really dive into a big project because it's a big risk i'm always like well like in like however many years when i'm on my deathbed am i going to be like oh shit i shouldn't have released that or done that or done this i want to look back and be like i fucking live my, my life and here's a shot of tequila again anyway scott i love you and thank you for that beautiful question 
Next. Hey, Priyanka. My name's AJ. I'm from Halifax. Love you. You're amazing. No. So I have a question. So I was with a person who was a chef, and they loved to cook, and I loved to eat. But unfortunately, I gained about, like, 60 pounds, which is, like, crazy. That was last year, so then I was a twink at first. <laughs> then I could turn into a bear or a cub, I guess. And then I guess they didn't like it because the sex stopped happening. So then I left them. Now I lost the 60 pounds. Now I'm still single. So I'm just thinking, you know, has that ever happened to you? Well, if not, I still love you. <laughs> Bye. AJ. Okay, I love, I also love this one too. Um, we got some good quality voicemails this episode. Shit. Um, I think that the thing that I can compare this to is like, um, it's interesting because like I and my partner, we both are very like, we always talk about food and we always think about food and we always like love food. And like food is like, food is what brings us together because we enjoy eating out together. And we, you know, it's, it's, our, it's our literal happiness. Like we have each other first and then food is the second. <laughs> and, you know, I think it's when, like, okay, so the, the, this to recap, this guy that you were with was a chef and was feeding you and then you gained a bunch of weight and then he left you because of it. Um, which is fucked up because what I will say is that like, I think a lot of partnerships forget that like, there's like a team happening. It's like, we have to help each other out. And, you know, I've expressed to my partner before, like, okay, so I've been e eating Doritos and macaroni and cheese for the past like six months. I feel like shit. Um, I feel like I look like shit. I'm gaining weight that I don't want to gain. So like, what do we do? And it's kind of like up to, you know, each other to help each other out and, and kind of like say like, you know, these are the goals and I want to lose this much weight or I want to live a healthier lifestyle. Can we work out together? Can we be in this together? I think that helps a lot because like, yes, physical appearance is a big um, deciding factor in when you're working on a relationship. But with a thing like a weight gain, like that fluctuates. Sometimes you go up, sometimes you go down and and that's okay. And that should really affect if you love somebody or not. Um, I think it's very shallow, especially if you build a good foundation with somebody to turn on them once they have gained a bunch of weight. Um, because well, weight gain isn't a bad thing. Like maybe in their twenties, they were super stick skinny. And now in their forties, they put on a bit, 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 bit of weight, but they're happy. I think I've said this on the pod before, but my friend Jada Hudson, who's a great drag queen in Toronto, I was expressing her this, you know, this food thing that I'm going through and it's up and down. And she was like, well, like Priyanka, like if you're eating, that means you're happy. That means you're living a good life. Like in, in, in Caribbean culture, if you gain a little bit of weight, it means you're happy. So there is something to say about that. Obviously you've lost the weight now, which I'm proud of you for because it's very hard to lose that weight, but you should be with somebody who loves you no matter what you look like. Love is blind, baby. <laughs> I'm watching Love is Blind right now, too, which is where all this is coming from. But thank you for your call, AJ. I'm coming to Halifax, actually, at the end of March. So if I meet you and I see you there, please make a point to meet me. I would love to chat with you more. You're the best. Next. Hey, Priyanka. This is Joy from D.C. with um, my gay kickball team, the First Ladies. Everyone say hey. Hey. 
Um, we're all big fans, and we're having a little cabin weekend. We just put on a little drag race competition. I got second, not bitter, um, but just like Jimbo is robbed. Um, anyway, um, so we're all on a kickball team, and I think I remember you mentioning that you were on some gay or maybe straight and gay team in Canada early a few years ago. And what do you just think about gays in sports? I'd love to hear your thoughts, especially um, just us um, non-professionals. Anyway, call me back. Um, talk to you soon. Love, love you. That's a great question. I literally just talked about this before. Um, but I, when I first moved to the Toronto gay village to kind of start to find myself before I started drag, that's when I joined the Gay Dodgeball League because there's something about playing sports with gay people that's so healing because oftentimes in elementary school and high school and stuff, sports was associated with straight people. Sports was associated for like not fitting in. And dodgeball is pretty low stakes, right? Like you're not like, it's not that deep, um, which is why I, I like to play it. So I think it's, I think it's good. I think that there should be more space for gay people in sports. You know, like there was a, um, a Toronto Blue Jays player that yelled, that said the word, the F word. I don't know if we could say that word, um, but the F word, that's offensive to gay people. Um, I think we can, but it, was, it makes me nervous sometimes because it's triggering. Um, but um, I remember that being a thing and being like, wow, like in the city of Toronto, that's so open and exclusive and whatever. Like we have the star of the Toronto Blue Jays kind of saying these gay slurs on the field to make another player feel bad so i think gays and sports is a rockier relationship but i think we're stepping in the right direction for it to be more and more and more and more but also like within the gay community whenever we see a gay person playing sports we are turned off because whether they think we, we they think that we're there we, we think that they're too mask or they're or they're you know not appealing to us anymore because like that seems straight to us but there's a there, there, there's a room for it there's there's a room for it i i'll say but it's still a rocky relationship and we have lots of healing to do should we do another voicemail or should we take a break let's take a break let's take a quick break on famous this week don't forget the number is 661-977-6855 to leave me a voicemail i listen to to, to them i comment on them sometimes i call you back because that's what i'll be doing in this next segment after this short break Welcome back to Famous This Week. It's me, Priyanka. What's my name? Remember, if you want to leave me a voicemail or have me call you back, the number is 661-977-6855. Um, I listen to voicemails. If I feel inclined, I call you back. And we're going to listen to another voicemail. And I'll probably call this person back, I'm assuming. Hit it. Hi, Priyanka. My name is John here in Austin, Texas. Um, I have a question. So you actually are talking um, February. You want to talk about love or stuff like that. Um, me and my partner have been together for four years. We actually just got engaged in December. Um, we are planning our wedding, and I want a drag queen to be at our wedding. But the thing is, is my partner has a lot of family who is more conservative or, you know, we're going to have, like, kids at our wedding, which I have no problem with at all because, you know, I love drag queens and I think drag queens are great around children, um, you know, if they perform the family-friendly songs. 
Um, but I just think it would be a fun time overall. You know, it's about me and my partner. So, you know, why not have somebody who can host us really well? Um, but yeah, I just want to get some advice on that, you know, about, um, how we should, you know, react to family and stuff that might feel a certain way about it. But yeah, feel free to give me a call back. Also, the last four of your phone number are the same last four of my phone number as well. So very easy to remember this number. But yeah, bye. That's so true. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm so good. I'm sorry. I just like, I was asleep when you called and I was like, I'm not answering this call. That's okay. You have have to get your beauty sleep for your wedding. Well, that part, yes. And then I've been out for like the past three nights and. (laughs) You had a party weekend. I did have a party weekend. Yes. Wow. I'm going to go to a. Trixie Mattel had been shouting out Oil Can Harry's here in Austin, oh, like on yeah. her YouTube channel. And stuff. So I've been there all weekend. <laughs> Listen, I have to make my my way down to Austin, Texas, to have a good time. But oh, you need to hurry up and get over here. I'm ready. Oh yes, it's gonna happen. the The U.S. visa is in the work. I have a new team working on it. You better believe that the Priyanka takeover has just begun, baby. Well, when you do come to Austin, I have a podcast, and I want you on my podcast. Yay! Okay, no problem. I'll, I'll definitely do it. Now, listen. I left you a voicemail giving you advice about your wedding. Mm-hmm. And what I said was... <laughs> Just to repeat myself. And let me know what you think of this. As I said, like, fuck your conservative family, but not in a, ne- a negative way. I want you to unapologetically be who exactly who you want to be on your wedding day around the people who love you because you'll have a better marriage that way. And if they have a problem with, with it, then that's not, not a space for them to be in. Do you agree? I com- agree completely. Because I also said, like, you're allowed to give the drag queen, like, some prompts and some cues. Like, this is what you can't say. This is what I do want you you to say. Because at the end of the day, you're hiring a drag queen to do a job. Um, And having been a host myself, uh, with every event, every TV show you host, there are rules and regulations. Um, But I think it's great. I think it's, like, I, I always say that, like, for my niece, I think it's so great that when she goes to school, she can say her uncle won Canada's Drag Race. And that her uncle is very successful dressing as a, wo- a woman because that doesn't happen in the world. So for like kids at the wedding to see a drag queen come and perform and host and be funny and be celebrated, it's just like more inspiring and will only open up more doors in the future for those kids. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so awesome. I got you. Well, now I'm excited. Now I'm like that much more excited. Yes. Just like be unapologetic about it. And if someone gives you an issue, brush it off because like, it's about you. The wedding's not about uh, other people. Mm-hmm. Not even your partner. It's just about you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the issue. (laughs) I gotta make it seem like it's at least about both of us. (laughs) Exactly. Smoke and mirrors, baby. Smoke and mirrors. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, well, I love you so much. I cannot wait to come see you in Austin, Texas. I hope my advice helps you out. Um, And have a great marriage. Thank you. When is the wedding day? I need to... uh, We're waiting until fall 2024. Okay, so you have some time. (laughs) Yes, mm-hmm. but let me know who we need to get in contact with to get you on my podcast. Deal. Email um email us fiamfamousthisweek at gmail dot com. I think is the email. Okay, and then the I producer sure will put you in contact with my people, and then we'll coordinate it, and then blah 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 blah. Okay, we'll look out for let's go beyond at pod um at gmail dot com. Let's fucking go. Okay, bye. Bye.
you know what? That's an icon there. That's how you use the contact. When when the girl calls you up, you say, well, when you booked on my podcast, huh? Huh? Ha! I actually love doing podcasts. I think they're so much fun. Okay, next voicemail. <laughs> Hi, I've just been having a lot of dreams lately about lemon, and I wonder if you <laughs> have any advice how I can, like, deal with that. That's basically my question. Thanks. Okay. Um, okay, that's fine. I'm just going to call them back and see if they're okay, first of all. Okay. Hi, the person you're calling is using a screening service from Google and will get a copy of this conversation. Go ahead and say your name and why you're calling. Thanks. Connecting you now. Hello? 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 It's Priyanka. Who? Priyanka. What? Not Lemon. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, as close as I can get, I, I suppose. Yeah, I was with Lemon yesterday. We got shit face at a drag brunch, and now I'm back in Toronto. She's still in New York. Hey, I'm in Toronto. Oh, my God. Are we neighbors? I don't know. I don't what know are you doing? Where. What's your name? Uh, my name is Miles. Miles. Have you ever seen me frolicking about in Toronto before? I haven't. Oh, my God. I've been, like, back and forth between Toronto and Stratford, where I'm originally from. That's where Justin Bieber's from. That's where stars come from. It's true. It's true. That's incredible. So you're having dreams about lemon. Let's really dive into this. Are they sexual? Some of them are. Like I don't know. What? kind of having, like, a sexual awakening. Is it, like, is she in drag or is she out of drag? Are you, like, are you going to report back for me? Is that? Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to, like, line it up, you know? Like, I'm just trying to, like, figure it yeah. out. Yeah, I mean, like, we had, we had, like, a pretty exciting little DM back and forth, like, a couple weeks ago. In real life? Yeah. Okay. Like, in was... real life, not in dream. Okay. Life. And what, what, what did the DM say? Well, I'll, I'll pull them up here, because it's actually, like, just kind of funny. I'm I feel so like appreciate. Also, this isn't being, like, recorded or something, is it? Yeah, it's re- being recorded. You're on the podcast. Am I actually? Yes. Oh, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> I wasn't going to call you just to say what's up and not record it. Hello. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. What's your Instagram? It's 500 miles. Miles with a Y. 500 miles. Okay, we're looking you up right now. Are you going to follow me? No. Okay. okay, so you have a hat, a beard. Okay, okay, I see. You're a musician? I am a musician. What songs? What kind of songs do you like to sing? Oh, I sing whatever, you know? Like, uh, I like a lot of different genres. Um, yeah. You guys are in my on repeat, though. I will tell you that. Thank you. Wow, come through. Um, okay, so what What did the DM say? Well, I in October of 2020 said hi. <gasps> um, what? And then in November of 2020, I said hi. Wow. And then February of 2022, two years later, I said, me two years ago DMing you, horny. Me now, sad. Uh, And what'd she say? (laughs) She said, well, maybe you can be horny and sad. You don't have to limit yourself, Miles. (laughs) So that's why you have (laughs) sex dreams. That's so true. That's why you have sex dreams about lemon. horny and sad. In fact, that's kind of like the, the, the general vibe you know that's beautiful i think that you and lemon would make great love together and maybe you could produce some music for her while you're making love stop i'm pr- i'm proud of you 
Thank you. And I'm happy for you. And then and then she said, what do you look like? And I sent her a, a picture of me. She said, you seem tall. She likes tall guys. How tall are you? Well, I'm like tall enough. Okay, I love that height. That's a great height. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good height. A good height. Yeah, that, that's what that's what some of my doctors for. It's just as tall enough. Yeah. So you're in love so with how's Lemon. Your, how's your day going? Oh, my day's good. I'm recording the pod today. Um, gonna go. It's family day here in Canada, so I'm gonna go have dinner with my boyfriend's parents, and um, we're just gonna chill. We got back from New York. We slept in. I'm watching Love Is Blind. It's really good. Um, uh, I know. I'm only on the second episode of the new season, but it's like it's yeah, wild and wacky. Know. Just wait. I'm on. Um, yeah. I'm rewatching. Not rewatching. I'm watching season one. I actually watched season two before I watched season one. I'm obsessed. Um, what else? What else? What else? I'm meeting uh, some new songwriters today because I'm working on new music, which would be fun. That's very fun. And what else? Uh, that's it. I'm feeling sexy, fine, and free. All of the good things. All, all of the things. good things. Oh, and also on Saturday, I saw Bib Billie Eilish in concert, and it was fucking amazing. That's ridiculous. It was. This show was incredible. She's everything I want to be in a musician. So are you, now that you're back in Toronto, are you planning, like shows for soon here yeah i have a show in toronto at the beginning of april i'm going on a cross canada tour called war on the catwalk oh my god so you better come maybe i will maybe you should yeah i'll pencil you in pencil me in let lemon won't be there you just got washed up old me but um i, I put on a great show i believe it <laughs> okay <laughs> well miles you're incredible you're fun good luck with everything that you want to do in your life like sleeping with lemon i'm sure it's gonna happen um i'm i yeah when the time comes you know just pen just pencil it in mm, indeed indeed okay you're the Thanks best for calling. no problem talk to you soon thanks bye. bye okay cool we're gonna do one more voicemail and call somebody back let's see who it is Hey, Priyanka, it's Muddy from Orlando calling you. I was listening to uh, Muddy? a episode where you were talking about celebrity deaths and things, and you called Julio and asked about if ghosts were real. And for most of my life, you know, you always get that premonition of things. But it wasn't until I worked at a mall in central New York that was legitimately the most haunted place I've ever been that it took me to believe in ghosts. And I just wanted to reach out and talk with you about it because it was insane. Multiple ghosts, a possible demon locked in the walls of an old electronic store. Like, girl, it is insane. So I wanted to know what your thoughts on ghosts are and talk to you about that. Have a great week. Bye. Muddy? Like, that's the person's name? That's a cool name. Muddy. 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 I think we just call people at any time of the day like they're not working. Like we just interrupt everyone's lives. Whatever. I like it. I like it a lot. Hello? Hello? Is this Muddy? Yeah, it's Maddie. Oh, it's Maddie. I thought it was Muddy, like M-U-D-D-Y. Like, I thought you had, like, a cool nickname. Is this Priyanka? Yeah, it's Priyanka. Hey, queen. Hey, bitch. What's up? <laughs> Not much. I didn't expect you to call back another week in a row. Well, I just missed you. That's all. Oh, I have a hard time believing that, but thank you. I love it. <laughs> so, I want to talk to you about something. 
when was the last time you had a premonition and has it ever came true? Okay, so this is so weird. Uh, so, like, my whole life, I'll always, I've dreamed really intensely and vividly. And they, like, stick with me to the point where, like, I'll wake up exhausted because of how I've dreamed. And then, like, four or five years later, I'll have, like, a really heavy deja vu moment of, like, a dream. And so I would just be like, I guess my life is on the right path. I guess this will seem like a weird physical moment of, like, I'm pushing between two desks and I see people I've never seen before. And then that will, like, happen in life. Uh, so I don't know when the last time that happened was, but it's pretty frequent in my lifetime it's very strange i love that i just got off the phone with somebody who has vivid dreams about having sex with lemon um oh wow so i'm calling you like i know my fortune teller career has actually failed as you know so um i'm just maybe gonna ask you do you think that it's gonna happen do you see it in in this person's cards Oh, my God. Well, I mean, Lemon is stunning, and I know you only have the most gorgeous, gorgeous listeners. So, like, maybe, I don't know. I, I hope for them it does happen. Uh, Lemon seems like a very loving human being, so it could be the start of a perfect relationship. I don't know, but I would hope for Happen. <laughs> All I'm going to say is that if you have another dream about it, you have to call us so that we know. Because I feel like you're like the groundhog on Groundhog Day. Like, if you see it, it's going to happen. Is it a groundhog? A groundhog. Did I say groundhog? I meant groundhog. Hog. <laughs> well, Wait, the what's the thing that comes out of the now. floor and then tells you if it's going to, like, spring is coming? Groundhog. <laughs> yes, groundhog. Yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, you're the groundhog. Is that rude? Is this offensive? Where are you from? I'm from, oh, well, from Virginia originally, but I live okay. in Orlando now. Orlando. Okay, so now is is this demon that you talked about on the voicemail still trapped in a closet somewhere? So, okay, so this mall, it's a completely dead mall. It is in upstate New York where I used to work in a town called Auburn. Um, it is the most insane place because when I was working there, it was like dying. We had like five stores and a Bass Pro and a movie theater. But Not now a Bass the Pro. The only thing that's there is, uh, is the Bass Pro. Yeah, it's the Bass Pro. It is like the thing keeping the, that building uh, like up and structured. But um, yeah, like notoriously, there are four or five buildings uh, or like stores in the space heinously haunted including one where every time like seven or eight different paranormal teams have gone in to explore and all of their electronics died the people have gotten physically sick and collapsed <sighs> um but like three or four times they have seen this like hunched like shape with horns and it'll like turn around and it has these like giant glowing eyes and it's side of what used to be so it started off as an electronic store and the cage where it is held at is where like the high price items used to be kept and the manager used to have to open but when they were like moving that out they found like weird symbols under tile what? on the actual like cinder block of the wall and like but like people had gotten like they're like the stories of the people that have worked there and then the people that have like been there um but like no video or, or photographic evidence has ever um like gotten out of the store but um 
like it was like seven or eight teams have gone into like explore this one space including the like security guards that were working there when i worked there were all paranormal guys and so they would go in all the time and like their equipment would just die everything would be fine but like or like one of them would collapse they would like go blind like go blind like like uh you know how like you can like have a headache so bad that like you just white out like it yeah. wipes your vision out and you have to close your eyes yeah or like someone would collapse with nausea so bad they start start throwing up um wow. but like it's crazy like i never really thought of myself as someone that like believed in ghosts and things i was raised evangelical but like there's a hallway that goes to one of the trash compactors that you can hear whispers in the hall you just hear these tiny whispers and you feel like you're being touched by little fingers what what um, other hallways uh has a little girl that giggles in it and you can see her turning a corner what uh, one of the stairwell literally this place is so fucking insane Brianka. like there is a stairwell that the bass pro used for uh, like a hunting range to do a uh, gun certification up top and like every once in a while you can see like a civil war era lady dressed and just wave at me when i walk past like it is so insane um but the land that the mall is built on was part of the french and uh indian war and there were like huge vietnam war protests there so there's like insane like blood in the like the field underneath of this mall and the town that it's in um do you know about like ley lines it's like magnetic ley lines of energy and things they they intersect through it's like magnetism and things um but this town there's like 12 ley lines that intersect in the middle of this town so there's like this energy of like dark hardness in this town it's like it's so hard to explain but anybody that's from auburn knows exactly what i'm talking about there's um it's where harriet tubman is buried and there's um a graveyard that is just so like you walk in and you feel gross like it feels bad people what? have found like crow feathers matted in blood in symbols on the what? ground there's a the cult there is a cult in that town there's a cult and there's ghosts well, it's haunted well there's also like millions of blackbirds and crows that like nest there every year and there's millions of them but they are never seen in the cemetery like uh and it's a uh, giant unmarked uh, native american graves from wartime and these local reservations like it's just so insane and it's where the state penitentiary uh in new york is oh the god even worse there. this place is why does this place exist this place is a, this place is a hellhole literal like this place needs its own movies it's so insane and it's funny i only went there to go work for this like amazing regional theater that's there that does insane work and they're in this town and like that's why i was there (laughs) i will never it's just so crazy like everybody that i know from auburn has some sort of unusual story but like one of the local dive bars has the original electric chair that electrocuted the first person in america is in that bar because it happened in that town like this town is just crawling with the weirdest little energy it's so strange well, on that note, I will never go there. Mark my words. And I cannot wait to watch a documentary about this crazy-ass motherfucking town that people still live in. People are wild and wacky. That is American oh, Horror Story. So many people. Oh, oh, yeah. It's literally American Horror Story. Like that's, like, that's what you described to me, a full season of American Horror Story. They, Reiner, 
Hopefully, good. And if he's listening, I would love to work on it. I totally, you don't even have to pay me a penny. But like, <laughs> but like, it is. It is the strangest story that I'm shocked. No one has told the stories of this town. Like even the movie theater in that same mall, there's a woman that hung herself in it, and her spirit is still in the movie theater. Like, fucking insane. Like, yeah. It is, there's so many stories. Well, you also need your own podcast about this town because it sounds like it's 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 there there there's two. I don't even know what to say. I feel like if I say anything more, my house is going to become haunted with this with these people. So I'm just going to say I respect you, spirits. Um, I wish you well, spirits. I am not a ghostbuster, so don't worry. You will never see me. You'll never hear from me. Thank you. Um, well, thank you for all the information about this town. It sounds fucking scary. These demons in the closet and the women in the movie theater and all of it. Um, I hate it all. I'm going to go have nightmares for the rest of my life now. But I love you. Thank you for listening to Famous This Week. You're an icon. Oh, thank you. No, you're the icon. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Bye, darling. Bye. Okay, so I have to go stick sage up my ass now. Like, what the hell was that? Are you not terrified? I'm li- literally terrified. This is terrifying. Anyways, it's not that I don't, don't, not, not believe in ghosts. It's just that, like, when you hear that there's symbols and dead birds and stuff like that, it really, really, really fucks with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I was to ever walk into my house and see, like, a dead bird on the floor with, like, I don't know, a symbol around it, I would probably just wouldn't enter the house. I'd probably just go and live a small life on a farm with a security guard or something to keep me safe from the ghosts. So, anyway, on that note... I need like a social healing or like a spiritual something or something. Well, that's it for Famous This Week. Didn't realize it was Halloween. Uh, I'm Priyanka. What's my name? Priyanka! Make sure you subscribe to this podcast, Famous This Week, wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to leave the Potter review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. To keep up with things I talk about on the pod, go follow at Forever Dog Team and at Mom Podcast on Instagram. And while you're at it, give me a follow at the Queen Priyanka on TikTok and Instagram, at the Queen Priyanka on Twitter, and everywhere else. I'll be back next week. When I call you back, I talk about more pop culture moments and talk about my motherfucking self. I love you all. Goodbye. Hi, everyone. It's me, Priyanka. Wow, what a week it has been. And you are listening to Famous This Week on the Pond. I talk about some bad news. I talk about some good news. And someone tells me the most demonic ghost story ever. Oh, and also someone's having sex dreams about lemon. We have that plus so much more here on Famous This Week. Famous this week, ad free and one day early. Sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Famous this week is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, aka Mom. Hosted by me, Priyanka. Produced by Joseph Shepard. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Big Dipper. 
Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Celio, and Alex Ramsey.